Welcome to Listen Up America, a show about the truth, opinions, and thinking. A constitutional and conservative podcast in a world of woke cancel culture. We are the resistance. I'm your host, Eric, and welcome to the podcast. For those that didn't know, uh, I did a special on Wednesday, uh, the 17th for Rush Limbaugh, who passed away at age 70. And uh, it was just, uh, after I heard the news, I needed about an hour or so to kind of like process all that, because Rush was really important in my life and my belief system. And with that, it was because... uh, He got me and millions of others to open their eyes and ears. Trust your instincts. You see what you see, you hear what you hear, you're right. Don't let the other side and the media manipulate you and and try to convince you that what you saw and heard isn't what you saw and heard. But to think for yourself and to be the best American you can be, and with that, the best human, and with that, uh, the best Christian, and so forth, and just be a good person and Try to do what's right and best for your country and your family and for God. So if you didn't get a chance to check it out, uh, please do. As we have listeners now from all over the world, and if I forget any countries, I apologize. But we have listeners in Germany. And uh, I don't know if you're military or military family and you're based out there, or if you're just awesome German people. Either way, thank you. Ireland, Welcome to the party line. It's good to have you. I have a pop of Guinness. Let's get to it. India, New Zealand, the Philippines. It's crazy. It's crazy. Love you all. Thank you so much for listening. Make sure to tell your friends. Because in the end, even though this podcast says, listen up America, hey, it's for everybody. Because every country out there seems to be facing some kind of crazy tyranny and liberal socialist buildup to deal and infect your country and change the way you do things. And a lot of you in Europe and a lot of you in Asia have dealt with this for decades and have fought and have won and have found your freedom. And that's what we're saying is we want our freedom and everybody on this planet should want freedom. So to everybody out there across the globe that's listening, God bless you and keep it up. Share with the friends because freedom is just a snap away from leaving us if we don't stand up for it. So let's start off this week. We got some good stuff. Um, Chairman Joe, he was, uh, he was a little active this week. He apparently skipped a nap or two because he said some things that were horrible and we're going to share it with you. First of all, I told you last week that Joe's approval rating is below 50% already. And it's only been a month. Well, A poll came out again, and now it's down to 42% approval. He's lower than what Trump was during the election. Nobody likes him. So Joe's gone to everybody that supports conservatism and most of the Republicans. So the 75 plus million and their families out there cannot stand this guy because he's, he's a puppet. He's not real. And then you got Democrats that are starting to go, Hey, this guy isn't commie enough for me, man. And I need more commie. And this guy sucks. He said he was going to do stuff and he's not doing it. We'll get there with some great clips from 
the town hall in Milwaukee, courtesy of CNN. So what we have is our buddy on the wise. Well, he's down because he's got an immigration bill that he's pushing out there that doesn't have a chance in Hades of passing because uh, they do need 60 votes in the Senate and they're going to have 50 in Kamala. Vice Chair Kamala uh, won't get the vote because it won't be a tie. So her little power trip won't be lasting very long. So this isn't going to go anywhere. And even with the uh, the rhinos that are out there, the, the Romneys and the Murkowskis and the Sasses and four others that went to uh, convict Trump out of just hate and, and their own self-interest. It's all it was, just their own self-interest. But in this immigration bill, here's what Chairman Joe and his administration, the puppet masters, have put together. They've going to put in a pathway for citizenship for, they keep saying, 11 million. Okay, I have been a resident of California for all 50 years of my life. And I will tell you that in those 50 years, there's more like 15 million just in California. You can go to the San Fernando Valley, to Orange County in the Santa Ana area, San Diego area. You can go up the Bay in the Central Valley, and it is extremely Hispanic and illegal immigrant based. And I'm not saying that to vilify them. I'm just saying they're here in a number that's ridiculous. You can go out into any state now in the union going, where did all the Hispanics come from? And they're in Indiana and Wisconsin. They're in the Dakotas. They're in, it's like, why would you come to the super cold place? Well, because there's jobs there. That's why. Or your state is giving away something for free, like California does. That's why most of them are here. Because we give everything away. And our population of illegals in California is much higher than Texas. They're in Texas because the economy is stronger. The cost of living is way less. So they can get more bang for their buck down there. In California, they are buying houses and, and property out here. And they're putting two, three, four plus families under one roof because of the cost of living. And then they go out and work and, and do their thing. But there's no 11 million illegal immigrants in this country. The number, they're saying, well, it could be as high as 22. That's telling you it's more like 32. So whatever it is, the number, they're going to give it away. So they're going to tell you 11, because that's not, as, I guess, as scary as 30. But here's the bottom line. Like in California, the, the 10, 15 million here, they're voting. They're voting, if they have, especially if they're the men. The men sometimes don't let the women do it. I think I told the story about that where there was a Hispanic guy who spoke no English and he walked in with no identification, got his ballot, and voted in the lady behind the counter that was you know, in charge of the voting area. And she's just giving them out like they were candy at Halloween. And uh, he, he, he waves her off like, no, 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 no. Not for her. Yeah, yeah. I mean... <laughs> Can't have the illegal lady voting, God forbid. I mean, we can only have the illegal men voting. But they're voting. And the whole point is they want to do this so they can increase the power base so that, again, Santa Claus, everybody, Santa Claus never loses an election. So with that, if they can get 20 more million, 30 more million people to vote for them because they keep giving them free stuff in the meantime, um, this country will be fundamentally changed. So. Republicans 
GOPers, Congress people. It's a big fat no. It's a no. You don't vote for this. They want to raise the visas to educated people in countries. So not even the poor. So you all know the story about how Disneyland was firing everybody that's been working for like Disney Imagineering and things like that in the parks that were making solid money, right? They're making like six figure type stuff because they're engineers and so forth. They went to American colleges and they got their job at Disneyland, their dream job. They all got cut, fired, let go because they brought in people from Asia. They brought in people from Europe and they had an education and then they could pay them half and get an educated person that can do the same kind of engineering. You know, engineering is engineering. Math is math. Now people have their own creative sides, which can be flexible and change that. But a nut and a bolt's a nut and a bolt, and hydraulics are hydraulics, and that's just the way it's got to be. So Disneyland, you know, just another liberal hypocrisy, is telling American-educated people, beat it. We're taking in the cheap educations, the people that don't want a lot of money, and we'll do it for darn near free. Thanks for playing. So that's in there. So if you're educated, you've got a college degree. You've got a college degree, and you want to go work for a company. You will now not be competing with just 50,000 people that, and Trump cut that number down and was going to keep pushing it down. Those imported work visas, get them out. Because we have all these young people in the country that he cared about you, no matter what you voted for. He wanted you with your education, with you going to USC and spending $300,000 to get a degree at USC to have a chance to get a job in America at a company that actually makes sense, like a Disneyland and so forth. But Chairman Joe is going to increase that number to 80,000. So you're going to have more competition courtesy of Chairman Joe and the Communist Socialist Marxist Party. That's what you, you people that are educated, got a college degree and voted for this guy, you just told him, please give my job away to somebody who barely speaks English from China or Korea, or the Philippines, or Vietnam, or from the Eastern Bloc countries of Europe, you know, because they, it's just a better way of life for them, and they'll work for half. Do you see what's happening? They're importing work talent that'll work on the cheap, be it from south of the border, or from overseas and college educated. And I got more to say about that in a minute. Love a nice little segue. But the next thing on there, is we, the American taxpayer, will be gracious enough to give $4 billion, with a B, dollars in aid to Honduras, Guatemala, and El Salvador. And the point of doing that is to help them retain their citizens. That is code for give it to their government, let them spend it on themselves, get rich, and continue to chase their own people out with corruption. Awesome. Awesome plan, because if anything solves a problem, it's throwing money at it. That'll always solve the problem. Never, never makes it worse. Nope. And uh, something else in there is uh, there's 25,000 asylum-seeking immigrants in Mexico at this moment. Chairman Joe wants them processed immediately in the States, given their papers, and let free to go in the country. 25,000 people will be like, let right in. They're not even going to be screened or scanned or given a COVID test or nothing. They're just, come on in. And they're going to be given a, a court date 
to go process their case of why they are seeking asylum. I'm going to take a guess and I'm going to take bets. So if anybody wants to play that with me, I'll take your money. None of them are showing up. They will just fade away into the immigrant communities scattered throughout this country. Thanks for playing. Welcome aboard. And once you let 25,000 in, you might as well let 100,000 in because they're going to keep coming. And then 200,000. And you might as well just say, hey, Guatemala, Honduras, El Salvador, we're going to make you new states. And then what's going to happen is people up here are going to move down there. Weather's nice. Central America's pretty awesome, actually. Why they leave it. Santa Claus, guess, doesn't go to Central America. So that brings me to uh, Joe. And we were talking at the beginning about his very low approval ratings. Gosh, what is going on? I mean, if there's a minority of the country can't stand the guy, why is it now almost 60% of America can't stand the man? Oh, well, could it have something to do with this clip? A lot of people don't know how to register. Not everybody in the community, in the Hispanic and the African-American community, particularly in uh, uh, rural areas that are distant and or inner city districts know how to use, know how to get online to determine how to get in line for that COVID vaccination at the, at the Walgreens or at, at, at the particular store. So once again, Chairman Joe displaying his racism in full view. If Trump had said this, the media would have stormed the Capitol. It wouldn't have been anything else. They would have gone, this guy is unbelievably racist. Folks, was that racist? If you are brown or black, if you live in a rural, uh, 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 or you live in uh, the big cities, where else would they live? I mean, you named both. So he just said every brown and black person out there is freaking stupid. They're so stupid because of the color. White people that are just as stupid as every other race and color, they can figure it out. So the chick with three teeth in the Midwest working at the Waffle House, love the Waffle House, she can figure it out. But if you're brown and black, you, you just have no hope. You cannot figure this thing out. Your president, Santa Claus, the guy you voted for supposedly, just said you all are stupid because of your skin color. I'm starting to think maybe a couple of you might have been a little offended by that. You should be insulted to your core and awake going, wait, this guy says this stuff a lot. Oh, and he'll keep coming. So the next thing that happened in that uh, town hall courtesy of CNN. Why they let this guy out on stage to speak. I mean, he mumbles and he stumbles and he, come on, man. He gets asked by a white woman. It's white privilege. Here it comes. So white liberal woman, she went to college. She doesn't say what her degree's in, but let's just all assume that she went and got one in women's studies or some some degree background that absolutely will provide you zero ability to get a job other than being a teacher or a welfare collector. That's it. Because remember, you just have a degree, you can go become a teacher after you take the CBEST or the tests and stuff like that in those states. But she goes, 
So I want to know if you're going to uh, take care of my student loan and forgive up to $50,000. When are you going to do that? And Joe crosses his arms and looks at him and goes, I'm not doing that. Play the clip. We need student loan forgiveness beyond the potential $10,000 your administration has proposed. We need at least a $50,000 minimum. What will you do to make that happen? I will not make that happen. Wow. Even the minion says. What? So why is his <laughs> approval rating in the toilet? Could it be because he is just dementia and insane? And I'll give him this. I think deep down somewhere in that shrinking dead hole of a heart of his, he's trying to appease everyone. And we all know when you try to appease everyone, you appease no one. And that's kind of what's going down here. So now he just told everyone out there listening to the bartender and commie Bernie about, we're going to get you student debt forgiveness from the federal government. We're just going to make that go away. And you're sitting there going, sweet. <laughs> no, that bill's due, sucker. So that, that stupid degree you went and got and that education you went and paid $300,000 for, you need to pay it up and not cry about it. You made an adult decision knowing that your degree in arts, your degree in literature, your degree in gender studies is going to make you about thirty-five dollars to $40,000 a year. And it's going to take you about 175 years to pay it off. Was not a wise investment. Now, when you got your little degree in said silly field of education, you felt warm and fuzzy. Oh, look at what I did. I got my degree in. Bills are coming due. This is where you have to understand, and I tell my boys as they've been going through their high school and now uh, college education processes, you have to think like your mother and father think about how we get along with bill paying and where to spend and what not to spend, because this is the big leagues. What you do for these next four plus years in college, assuming maybe you're going to get a master's or move on and, you know, get a doctorate in something or become a doctor for that fact, you can love it, but you're going to have to deal with it. If you want to get a gender study degree or a women's studies degree or something like that, you should have spent your first two years at community college. And it would have been on the cheap. You could stay at home, save a ton of money. And while saving that money, you could then invest that money that you saved into your next two years of education at, a, at an institution that maybe didn't have to be USC, but it could have been Cal State, I don't know, Fullerton. It's just a piece of paper. The value of that paper comes down to if you're going to be an economics major, a business major, then things like, well, it says Harvard, so that must mean more. It says Stanford, so it means more. I get it, but having a women's studies degree from Stanford, what does that get you? That kind of makes you the biggest moron that came out of Stanford. You could have got that thing at UC Merced. That's a joke about that because UC Merced is like the slum of slums when it comes to the UCs here in California. It's in the middle of nowhere in the Central Valley, and and. Uh, the very desperate put it down on like their 10th choice. And when they get rejected from nine, that's where they go. And they, you know, they get the state level of 
of tuition. So that's good. So when you're done, you're going to owe, I don't know, I think it's like 15,000 a year in just the tuition. 30 grand after going two years of community college is way better than 300, isn't it? 30,000. That's buying a car. I can pay that off in like 10 years. I can buy a house and get a second on it and have that pay for it or whatever. But spending $300,000 to become a moron, well, that's why we suggest people don't breed with you. We do have enough idiots in this country. We don't need more. So his approval rating is 42%, and I have a feeling these are the reasons why. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram and Facebook. Our Instagram page is at listen underscore up underscore America underscore. And our Facebook page is L-U-A podcast all together. L-U-A podcast on Facebook. So please join the community. Tell us what you think and uh, share with all your friends and let them know how awesome we are. So now I want to talk uh, some more about the trans athletes in high school and college and pro sports. And I've told you guys um, a little bit about how I feel about this and how uh, I find it to be very destructive and hurtful to the people of those genders and specifically to the young women that are out there playing sports at high school and at college and professional. Every one of you out there that play in sports should be on my side on this and say, I don't want this guy deciding that it's a girl now playing in my sports and going through the transition or just because I say so and I'm growing my hair long and I wear pretty clothes and makeup and a necklace or whatever, you know, you should be very much defensive about your sport your area, because when you're in high school and you're a young woman and you're a basketball or softball, volleyball, track and field, cross country, tennis, you know, these are all sports that girls play soccer. Soccer is huge, right? These are all sports girls play in droves, keeps them healthy, keeps them sharp, keeps them competitive. It gives them a means to kind of let some of that pent up energy and aggression out and go out there and kick some ass. But now Bob has always felt he's in the wrong body and Bob can't compete against Eric. He'll get his butt kicked every time. So since he cannot compete with Eric, he's going to compete with Tina and Linda and Betty and Susie because, well, that'll make him feel better. See, I'm a winner. I just destroyed 14-year-old girls. Am I supposed to clap at that point? That's where I'm like, bravo, you're a coward. You have a mental issue right now. If you feel like you're in the wrong body, you should talk to someone about that that's actually going to help you. Not someone who's going to say, well, then you should go to the Philippines and get a sex change. There are two genders by God, by science, and biology. All of them back it up. Now, and this is for you, they'll love to claim that, well, you got to follow the science. Follow the science. 
There aren't any more genders. There's male, there's female. That's it. And in that super, super rare 0.0000001 where there is an abnormality slash defect, if you want to use that word, that someone was born with partials of, of organs based on the gender, you know, that's a genetic thing. That isn't a mistake. It's not God. It's just something that happens, right? And that has to be dealt with. And the parents, just like they're going to decide. They're going to, a lot of these people, a lot of these people, for those times that it actually happens, it seems like they let the child kind of figure it out on their own. They just grow up and they lean the way they lean and they, great, pick it. I get that. But if you're born a man, you're born male and you go in the world and you just don't like being picked on or you like wearing other clothes and stuff like that. That's fine. Do whatever. You're still Billy. You're not Betty. You're Billy. And again, I suggest that, you know, we talk about the mental health of a lot of things in this country. Um, we should be talking about the mental health of these people when they have these questions and these doubts and help them understand. And if in the end they decide, well, I'm going to change my gender. I'm going to become a female. I'm going to get it all whacked off and I'm going to go out there. God gave you free will. If you choose to destroy what he gave you because of the way you feel, you have that right. But you don't have the right to then go compete against your new gender. You're still going to play with the boys. States in the country are now making legislation, signing and putting into law that uh, transgenders, if boys want to go become girls, they're still going to compete with the boys and vice versa. It has to be that way. Now, if they want to create a third league, a transgender league, and you're going to have three students from eight, ten high schools in your conference, so be it. Get a portable, slap it on the playground, divide it in half, transgender dude to the left, transgender chick to the right, there's your locker room. Here's your schedule for playing whatever it is, sport, because it's going to be like running, maybe tennis. But you can't play soccer because there won't be enough soccer people. Sorry, that's just, you've chosen this, you have to live with it. That's a consequence. But you don't get to play girls soccer when you're six foot one and have the bone structure of nearly a full grown man. It's not happening. You're going to hurt somebody, which brings me to this. See, there was an MMA fighter. His name was Fallon Fox. And he decided after getting married and having kids that he decided I'm a chick, I'm getting surgery. And the dude went overseas, the Philippines or Vietnam, something like that, got surgery, Whoop, got it all done but still has the bone structure, the bone density, the size, the, the shoulders of a dude. Yeah, can't undo that. They gave him silicone implants and the whole thing, and there you go. I am now Fallon Fox, a girl, and I want to be an MMA fighter. This was back seven years ago. He, he uh, I say he because he's a he. If that offends you, uh, it's your problem, not mine. He went out there and was given license by states. Unbelievable. Not for UFC. This was for like the minor league stuff because the dude wasn't a very good fighter. 
and never had a chance of becoming an MMA fighter as a male. This is another one. Well, I'm not good enough to be a guy fighter in, the, in MMA, so I'm going to become a chick and I'm going to beat up chicks. And for the first few fights, he beat the crap out of women. Beat them bad. Tamika Brintz was one of his opponents. Tamika Brintz. That poor lady, she signed a contract. So, you know, I don't know, you know, none of us know any of the background. If she's like, do it or else you're never going to work again. Because again, this is the minor leagues. You know, you're fighting for like two, three, four thousand dollars $4,000 a night kind of thing. And you can only fight, you know, a couple times a year without like turning your head into mashed potatoes. She went out there and she fought this guy for three minutes. He smashed and broke her face, broke her skull, orbital bones, gave her concussion, as you can imagine, knocked her straight out. And after the fight, Tamika said on social media that that was the most power I've ever felt in my entire life. No woman hits like that. So basically that was domestic violence if they were a couple. That was a dude beating on a woman. And he's called a hero by the LBGQ2RSZ alphabet group. What a hero. Not a hero? Guys, if you go punch your woman in the face right now, you go into jail. And you should. But not Fallon Fox because he feels like a woman. And look, I have breasts like a woman. They're silicone and they don't do anything biological as a woman. And he's got his junk removed and he's got whatever he's got down there that is unfunctional and will not provide a child ever. But I'm a woman. You a dude. And you beat women. The cool thing was he sucked so bad that he actually fought another lady a couple, like a year later. And uh, it went like three rounds. The girl was actually very good with her defense. And um, she was able to stay away from the power. And then dude made a mistake. She got on top and just went for the pounding ground and just threw everything she had, everything, just like, this is the only shot I got. Just swing for the fences, reach back, and just start wailing. And you see in a UFC fight when those bombs, you get two, three, four shots landing on a head that's plastered on a mat and it's got nowhere to absorb the blow except in the face. The ref dives in and stops the fight. That was Fox's one loss. But they call him a hero. Brave and all that. It's not that brave to go beat a woman. At least that's what women keep saying, right? You're a coward if you hit women. This dude hit women. And everyone's like, that's okay, cool. That's not cool. This trans thing is getting out of control. Again, girls didn't have a lot of sports back in the 60s and the 70s and the 80s. They had to fight and and they had to work together to build these sports. And now we're just going to say, okay, well, Billy feels like a girl today. Put Billy in there. Billy scores six goals today and breaks three arms. Awesome. Johnny decided to join the girls team and dropped 55 by halftime and just ran over women trying to take a charge. You know, it's, this is absurd. If they want to use their free will and make these decisions, knock yourself out, but do not take away the rights of these young women that are playing the sport as honestly and best as they can, that are trying. 
a lot of them trying to get a scholarship to help pay for that $70,000 a year. They can get 10, 20, 30 grand for playing said sport at the next level. Now we're going to take that away and give it to Johnny? If you are a woman, if you have young daughters, this should ring a bell in your head and go, this is unacceptable. Here's a polite way to stand up to it and just say, you do what you want to do, but you got to do it over there. You're a danger. Like I said, a woman isn't going to do this and join a football team other than to be a kicker and just run right off the field so they don't get hurt. They're not going to line up at tailback because she's going to die. This is not going to end well. We have to draw the line. And there are states out there that are finally doing it. And they'll get no heat. Even the liberals are like, man, I think that's a little messed up. That's why they don't say a lot about it. Only the alphabet community and their little media wing, they speak out about it. Because somehow they think they're connected and you're not. This is not connected. This is dangerous. And it is unfair to the young women out there that are working their butt off honestly and can run 100 meters in 11 seconds. Versus the dude doing it at 10-2. But the dude running at 10-2 at male, he don't even make finals in state, nothing, because he's not good enough. We as adults have to stop permitting these shortcuts to our children because, well, it's hard. Well, then go the easy way and just call yourself Betty and go do this. That is not a solution. Life is hard for everybody. We all have our obstacles. You are living in your own shoes. You don't know with your own eyes when you look out how that person is or how that person is behaving or acting or living. They are mean to you or they picked on you or they're just a better athlete than you. Maybe it's because they go and spend three hours a day after their homework, assuming they do their homework, and go train and work on their core. What are you doing? Well, you know, YouTube and video games and stuff like that's fun. Then that's what you're going to get out of it. Nothing. And like I said before, in sports, physical is a gift and it will get you so far, but you can be mentally tough and strong and telling your children, it's totally okay. You can go whatever makes you happy. That is not making them mentally strong. And I go back to, they need to seek mental health. And I suggest you parents do the same thing because you're encouraging the opposite of what you should be. You got to make them tougher more resilient, more compassionate. And sometimes that sport you want to play really bad, you're just not made to play it. And if you do, do it recreationally. Go out and throw the ball with mom or dad or your friends or whatever, just play in the playground. There are winners and there are losers in life. It's just the way of things. It's not sad, it's the way of things. The lion and the gazelle, it's just the way of things. You've got to find your own way. And, and taking a shortcut and just changing and saying, I'm a different, I'm not a boy, I'm a girl, I'm a girl, I'm a boy. That's not the solution. There are only two genders. COVID time. God. I kind of look forward to not saying that. We just go, it's just COVID season, like we talk about the flu season, which still isn't around. This is just going to be the flu, folks. When the flu first came around, whatever, 100 years ago, right, Spanish flu, it did its thing. And in our immune systems and humanity deals with it, and we get stronger every year. 
So when you look at the big picture of something being introduced historically, at least, you can sit and go, well, I mean, back then millions died and, you know, tens of millions and all that stuff. And here, you know, I think, I don't even know what the numbers are. I don't even look at them, but I know it's nowhere near the same. So historical context should be applied. So we'll count on each other to do that because the media will never put that in context. So frankly, COVID's a new flu. Say la vie. So South Africa, they halted the rollout of the AstraZeneca vaccine because they did a small trial sample, okay? So they had like 40 people and they gave them their shots. Well, they gave like half the shot and half a placebo. And in this small sample, the results were, it was 10% effective. So 40 people, four people it actually worked on and 36 it didn't. So they halted it because it was crap. I don't know. Is the sample too small? Maybe. Did it barely work? Yep. Do we know what's in it? Nope. Do you trust it? I don't. Do you? Is it going to make my life any better? No. I will not have that poison shot into my body. Vice Chairwoman Kamala. She's come out and she's talking about, see, there's like the big push now is even liberals are like, our kids need to go back to school and these teachers in their unions got to get their act together. Again, these are the people you put in charge and you're expecting them to cave. These people are on vacation. They're working half as hard as they did before and getting paid the same amount. I said, my wife's a school teacher. And she has a U.S. history teacher in eighth grade, right? She's teaching the U.S. Constitution and the Civil War. Those are the two big programs that she teaches. And uh, she has to dumb that down because she doesn't get the kids every day. She gets them for an hour a couple times a week. So she has to focus this thing down, trim it down, and kids still complain it's too much work. And she's like, I've, t- I've taken half away. It's not too much. It can't be. You've got to actually learn something here. But there's teachers that are doing less than that. I've told you guys about that. Running Zoom poolside or from their cabin in said mountain or on the beach in some other country. And they're just not doing it. But they're getting paid. And all of our kids are suffering. They're all just getting dumber. They're not learning anything. And they're going to promote them. So if your kid's in sixth grade, they're going to be in seventh grade. Didn't learn a thing. If your kid is in eighth grade and is going to go to high school and you didn't do anything, how's high school going to go for you? It's going to, the dropout rates are going to be quite dramatic in the coming year and two. When these ninth become 10th and these, and these 10th become 11th, these eighth graders become ninth graders. It's going to be brutal. But we keep lowering the standard saying, you know, we'll just keep lowering and lowering. Let's make them all dumber. Well, if you're dumb or not educated and you can't think for yourself, which is exactly what they want. That's what sheep do. Sheep don't think. They just follow the ass in front of them to the next field. People that listen to this show aren't sheep. People have a brain in their head and think you are not a sheep. You will thrive in this world they're building because it's going to be filled with morons. But Kamala's out there talking about teachers and they are a priority. They're a priority for the vaccines. They're a priority. Okay. My definition, and I believe the Webster definition of priority is front of the line. Get it done. The vaccine has been out since end of November, 1st of December. I mean, right? They started rolling it out around Thanksgiving. 
just after the election, like Trump said, that it would be out before year's end, and you all on the left, it ain't going to happen, no way. It happened. So the priority would have been November, December. It's now February going on March. We're approaching spring. They're a priority. Okay, they're not. A priority means the front of the line. They're in the middle or the back of the line. That's not a priority. Here you go, administration. Chairman Joe's people said, we don't care about education. People stupid. Keep them stupid. Pay teachers. It's fine. So if you're a teacher out there, don't worry. You're a priority, even though it's been going on for over three months. China refuses to share information and data with the World Health Organization. So you all know that like a couple of weeks ago, the WHO, a year plus after it all came out, was allowed to go and investigate. Thank you, China. That's so nice of you to let us go see what's going on 14 months after the fact. That was so gracious on your part. All the evidence is gone. Everything's scrubbed. They just point and go, it came from there. Okay, World Health Organization says, hey, they said it came from there. That's the evidence. Let's move on. Time to go home. Oh, hey, could we have some information on, uh, the, since we now see there's three facilities in Wuhan that deal with contagious and infectious diseases, can we see it? No. Can we have? No. Time for you to go. And they left. This didn't come from a frozen dinner. It didn't come from bat soup. It came from the labs that were messing around with these animals and collecting the diseases and whipping up something and somebody got something and it got out either unintentionally or intentionally. It got out straight up and there isn't a thing any of you can say that'll convince me otherwise because when you refuse to answer questions, to give up information, to be transparent, you are guilty as sin and the Chinese are guilty and Chairman Zhao you know, he, he's talking about China and how you know, wonderful they are and their culture is just different. We'll play the clip. And so the idea, I'm not going to speak out against what he's doing in Hong Kong, what he's doing with the Uyghurs in western mountains of, of uh, China and Taiwan trying to end the one China policy by making it forceful. I, I said, and by the way, he said he, he gets it. Culturally, there are different norms at each country, and they, their leaders are expected to follow. So you get that? Chairman Joe is totally cool because they're just culturally different. They can massacre and torment and torture the Ugar people because that's just the way China is. China can lie, cheat, and steal and release COVID on the planet because that's okay. They, that's just a culture. They lie, cheat, and steal. And we're supposed to trust it because Joe does. Joe and his family is just making money off these clowns. They're paying our politicians to screw us. And this is just another example. No COVID data. No. Nothing to see here. Go home. Now we got Cuomo and the New York governor and his administration. Oh, what a web of evil we weave. So it came out, if you didn't know, from Cuomo's own people, his 
head of staff and things like that are like, yeah, we kind of lied about the numbers. It wasn't like 8,000. It's more like more than 15,000. So they're around 50% off on the nursing home deaths. The things that Cuomo has now admitted he covered up, but it wasn't his fault. It see, see, I lied to you all and I got wrote a book about how great I am and I would go on my brother Fredo's show and we would clown around and have a fun time about this giant Q-tip from my big nose and ha 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 oh yeah your grandma died and your grandpa died <laughs> this is great yeah that's funny you're you're a good looking guy there Fredo and they're having a good old time and oh did I just win an Emmy I won an Emmy because I gave information and I am awesome because I'm a Cuomo and you're not. Yeah, so 15,000 plus more people died in nursing homes because they would get ill. They would then be ill enough to go to a hospital. They would then be treated and so forth, and then they would be just sent back to the nursing home with COVID. And what happened? Gee, we put someone sick with other people that have weak immune systems and are elderly and health issues, and they all got it, and most of them died. Just cleared them out. Nursing home after nursing home died. Remember, Trump sent the USS Mercy to New York City, parked it right there, and not a bunk was ever used. They could have used, and I think the thing's got like a thousand beds or something. It's designed for things like this. <laughs> he had to have it, but he never used it. He just sent them back to where they came from with you know his own executive order. He said, you go back. They lied about the numbers and they died. So play the clip of Cuomo blaming everybody for their incompetence. Everybody died in nursing home because it was their fault, not mine. Play it. Everyone did the best they could. Uh, when I say the uh, State Department of Health, as the report said, uh, the State Department of Health followed federal guidance. So uh, if you think there was a mistake, then go talk to the federal government. It's not about pointing fingers or blame. So consequence time, the feds are now investigating the cover-up. And are you ready for this? Hell may have froze over. I mean, you guys all look at like Texas and the South and stuff. And it's like everything's frozen. So maybe it did. Not that Texas is hell. I love Texas. But Democrats, excuse me, socialists, and Marxists of New York are joining their colleagues, the Republicans and conservatives in New York's state assembly and Senate about, this is some, this is some BS, man. This guy's killing people. Now everybody's going for political cover because one thing I know about New Yorkers in my interactions with those amazing people is you screw them. Politics aside, they'll have your ass. I ain't taking nothing from nobody. I'll give you a good smack up the head there, Cuomo. That big ass all knows yours, I'll put it in your brain if you keep it up. That's what New York does. If they play it with a bit of common sense, his career will be over. The end of the Cuomo bloodline. And Fredo, Fredo, you, you're a traitor to the family. Remember, he was kissing his brother's butt and they were having a love-in for the last year. CNN announces Fredo will no longer interview his brother. Oh, well, now that there's something good to talk about, he isn't going to ask his brother, yo, bro, 
What's up with all the dead old people? What'd you do? Fredo, you never go against the family. Fredo's that close to going out on a boat in Tahoe with a guy. And we're never going to see Fredo again if he keeps it up. But this is where we're at now. Remember, California is hiding the information. A Freedom of Information Act was filed with the state of California to release information about COVID and what's been going on. They, to this date, still haven't released that information. And that legally have to. So now it's in the courts. So the courts are saying, you, you know, once it gets to it in the court, they have to. No matter if you're liberal or not, you have to say, hey, it's a Freedom of Information Act. You have to fill it. You've got, and the judge will say, you got 10 days, 30 days, whatever. God forbid if they say 10 years, but... That person's political career will be over. This is this is the keg of dynamite now. People are tired of this. We're living our lives based on information by morons. We give them all this power because the media gave them a spotlight. Look at how handsome they are and how sharp. And man, has he got his finger on the pulse of all this? And we're all going to be just fine. They're killing everybody behind the scenes. And we want it. We want the information. Because people should be held accountable for being an idiot. So, again, it's the flu. Government, go away. Teachers, back to work. You're all going back to school and classrooms. Kids need to see each other. They need to learn in person. We need to get back to normal. This is like if 9-11 happened and we all decided to stay home for the next year and not leave our houses or do anything. Because there could be, you know, that brown person over there could be an Arab and they could want to kill us. And it was absurd then. It's absurd now. I wear my mask as little as possible. I go about my life as much as possible. And you all should do the same. I said it before, I'll say it again. If you haven't got it now, you're probably not going to get it. Your immune system is building up and is dealing with it. It might be getting little jibs here and there and you might have thought you had a runny nose or something. That was probably it. And it's gone. Your body's like, I'm good to go. Bring it on. Next! They did what? So Bill Gates is out there shooting his yap off because, well, he's rich. He can. He has no, and his wife Belinda. Gotta love those two. They have no source of education, experience, expertise on topics like climate change, and COVID. But boy, they're going to tell you all about it because, well, they're rich and they can. So I don't know if you know this, but Bill Gates has been buying up farmland across Southeast America like crazy to be the number two when it comes to the owner of farmland. He's number two. He's not farming anything on this property. And he's out there this week talking about how we rich countries cannot eat beef anymore. We have to eat the fake stuff. Synthetic. He wants to eat that beyond and whatever junk that there isn't a day in hell I will ever, ever, ever eat this chemically laboratory created processed cancer in a bag and call it meat. Not happening. I eat cow. More specifically, I eat bison. And you all should too, but just don't drive my cost up. Because I like the press where it's at. I'm not eating it. And I hope to God none of you do. Again, it's another thing. What is it? It's nothing about its meat. Well, we taste like, but what is it? Well, we, you know, it tastes and it's got the color, but what is it? They know. It is 
processed. Remember, we were talking about who wants processed food? Because when they process it, that means there's chemicals and things being introduced that could cause problems. Genetically, birth defects, cancers. It's not good. And we're going to eat this crap? Bill and Belinda are eating filet mignon right now. They will not eat this crap. It's for the sheep. Ain't no way. Just not happening. I'll eat my beef. If I got to go buy a steer and five calves or female cows or whatever you call them, I will do that and I'll have my own and I'll have me a barbecue. Texas style. We're just going to go big on this. Screw it. I will not be told by some jackass who stole information from Apple to create his company. Tell me what I can and can't eat. Bill Gates, Belinda Gates, you can smooch my hiney. Chairman Joe and the White House, to date, still have not called Israel or Saudi Arabia. Allies to our country, Israel being the lone democracy. You know, we, the liberals love to talk about, well, democracy, we've got to be those bastion of democracy, stand up for freedom. That's all they've been screaming about since the January 6th incident. They haven't called and spoken to Israel. How friendly does that sound? If you just got a new job, do you not call your friend and go, yo, check it out, I got the big chair? Not us. We treat Israel like, I, I mean, what? I don't even know what to say. Because you'd say you treat him like Iran, but they're treating Iran better. He's now going to sit down with Iran. And we're going to get that nuclear thing back on plan, which means we're going to send him a bunch of money to fund terrorism. But this is absurd. The one democracy, and they're Jewish people, and we're not talking to them. People say, well, he could call us. Well, he actually did, and he congratulated them. But they were, that was the end of the conversation. Not like Chairman Joe sitting down for two hours a week ago talking about absolutely nothing but apparently surrendering the country to China. But he has no time for Israel. That is a huge mistake. And if you're Jewish and you're liberal Jewish, I don't even know how you live with yourselves. Defund the police. Defund the police. We got to defund the police. So Minneapolis, remember? That entire city council sat there, yeah, 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 we got to get rid of them, cops. Crime goes through the roof. It's now getting into white neighborhoods. So what does that mean? Whoa, 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 whoa. Slam the brakes on that. Defund the police. They're stealing my car. They broke into my home. I've been assaulted. This must end. Where are the police, damn it? They've increased the budget for the police in Minneapolis by $6.4 million to fight crime. Okay. Update on the recall, Adolf Newsom. It's going very well. Uh, so well that uh, Republicans or opponents of Adolf are actually running ads out here now talking about uh, Gavin being a clown and then always talking about the other guy that they may be running against. But it uh, looks like it's going to go to ballot. And it's so much so now celebrities and the media in the state are like, this is going to be a huge, yeah, they're worried. They're worried. They're going to talk and say anything they can negative about what a waste of time and energy this is going to be. Da, 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 da. And it's our democratic way of handling things. We could just storm the Capitol, but you get mad about that. So we're going to recall you. 
and we're going to put you on a ballot, and we're going to hopefully kick your behind out of politics forever, and the rest of the union will be grateful because that hairball won't be the president of the United States if we have anything to say about it. So again, if you know somebody, if you are somebody that can and vote in the state of California legally, you need to make sure you go online, find it, recall that, uh, it's called Recall Gavin, find it, sign it, put your address, make sure it's legit and everything's cool because they're going to go through this thing with a fine tooth comb. They're going to find any reason to kick anybody out. But the signature total looks like we're there and we still have about three weeks to go. So keep it up. Let's get rid of Adolf. And last, I had to leave this one for last. So the new postmaster general that the Biden administration has put in charge of the post office says that they're going to be slowing down the delivery of mail and raising their prices. That's how the federal government works. In the real world, you lower your prices and you find a way to speed up production, a new assembly line or something to make you more efficient. No, not at the post office. We're going to tell our people, you only have to carry these three totes of mail in your little van, not five. And if you come back with some, that's okay. There's always tomorrow. So America, if you still get your mail and bills sent that way, you might want to think about changing it because the United States Postal Service is an absolute federal joke. And I'm sorry if you work there, but about as much as I think of the DMV, I have the same feeling for you people. You're, you're just... You're just collecting money and doing as little as possible. That's not the American way. You go out there and you bust your hump and you get the job done and you're more effective, more efficient, and you don't take shortcuts and make excuses. And I just couldn't do it. Whatever happened to, you know, snow and sleet and rain? Ah, well, it's too windy today. I really don't feel like delivering it. I'll just put it in this other box. It's not this person's. And It'll cycle back through the system and then it'll get there like a week and a half later unless it's, oh, look, it's a check or it's ID. We can steal that. That's yeah, awesome. Thank you, Postmaster General. You're awesome. Let's make it worse. Peace. That's a wrap for this week's episode. Be the peace. Don't let emotion get the best of you. Remember, you are the resistance. God bless you your family, and America.